Welcome to the Red Letter Minute. I'm Reggie. It's great to be here with you today. We are beginning the book of Jude today, and it's just one chapter long. Um, Something to think about with Jude is he is the brother of Jesus, the half-brother of Jesus, and the brother of James. And it says that he's writing to all who have been called by God the Father. So that is his audience, and um, I'm going to break it up into two days. It's kind of a longer chapter, so hope you all are doing well today. And so we begin the book of Jude, where we read verse 1 through verse 16 today. And we are in the New Living Translation this week. This letter is from Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. I am writing to all who have been called by God the Father, who loves you and keeps you safe in the care of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more mercy, peace, and love. Dear friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share. But now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. I say this because some ungodly people have been wormed their way into your churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago for they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. So I want to remind you, though you already know these things, that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt, but later he destroyed those who did not, rema- who did not remain faithful. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them, but left the place where they belonged. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire and serve as a warning of the eternal fire of God's judgment. In the same way, these people who claim authority from their dreams live immoral lives, defy authority, and scoff at supernatural beings. But even Michael, one of the mightiest of the angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, The Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. But these people scoff at things they do not understand. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them, and so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them? For they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother. Like Balaam, they deceive people for money, and like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. 
When these people eat with you in their, your fellowship meals, commemorating the Lord's love, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are like shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They are like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. They are like trees in autumn that are doubly dead, for they bear no fruit and have been pulled up by the roots. They are like wild waves of the sea, churning up the foam of their shameful deeds. They are like wandering stars, doomed forever to blackest darkness. Enoch, who lived in the seventh generation after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, Listen, the Lord is coming with th countless thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on the people of the world. He will convict every person of the ungodly things they have done and for all the insults that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and complainers, living only to satisfy their dreams, their desires. They brag loudly about themselves, and they flatter others to get what they want. This concludes our reading for today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence in our lives, Father. Lord, we thank you for giving us another day to live for you, to worship you, to get to know you better. Father, help us to heed the warning from your word today where Jude speaks of how important it is that we live for you, that we do not live for ourselves. We do not live to gain the world, but we live to gain you, Jesus. That at the end of the day, it's all about you, God. It's all about knowing you better and doing your will on the earth. Help us, Father, to lay our lives down and to take up our cross, whatever that looks like in our lives. To take up our cross, to, to put our flesh to death daily. To deny ourselves. To deny our fleshly and worldly desires. And the lusts of the eyes. And to follow after you, God. Help us to fall more in love with your word this year, God, than ever before. May we be sensitive to your spirit's leading, God, and tune our ears to hear your voice, to listen, to know when you're speaking to us, and to obey to not just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. May we be world changers in and around our lives. For your glory, God, in Jesus' name.
Amen. Thank you very much for joining me today. And this is going to wrap it up for this episode. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.